0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Karl, and I talk about how you can start, run, and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called The Goals of Audience Building. Let's get started. Too many people see audience building as a means to an end. They expect to build a following of people that are just sitting there, waiting to be sold something. The goal of this very limited audience-building approach is to find as many potential sales targets as possible, sell to them, and that's it. And I feel that's a very minimal view of audience-building. And a lot of people consider the term audience in that narrow classical way. They imagine a stage and there is a band playing music and this concept of an audience looks at the people attending a concert as something very passive. They're merely listening, right? They're consumers, The only thing they do is to cheer and to clap, but there's no interaction beyond that. It's a monodirectional approach. The information flows from the band into the audience, they receive it, and they consume it. And while this is true for many creative workers like musicians and artists, obviously that's where the term comes from, we can expect more of a bidirectional kind of communication in the entrepreneurial world. Building a business is not just yelling at people to buy something. This approach might work for some people, but I don't think it should be the perspective we take to build sustainable and meaningful audience-driven businesses. So what are the goals of audience building then, beyond just building this following of passive consumers? It's important to understand that there are actually two goals in building an audience. It's not just about your product or your business. It's also about you as the entrepreneur behind the project. It's about building a business brand with your name attached to it and building a personal brand that has your business attached to it. And there are many, many faceless corporations out there. Gigantic enterprise businesses that build equally faceless audiences for their products. They only need to know that you belong to the target audience, the consumer base to sell you their product, and that's all. They don't care about anything else. But passionate founders that I've met and talked to in the founder community, they want their audience to be more than just a number in a spreadsheet. When they think about their consumers, the customers of their product, they want to understand them. They want to understand what drives and motivates the customer beyond just selling them a product. A founder's mission is to solve their audience's problems and make their lives better in a meaningful way. And that alone makes audience building a different endeavor for indie founders. When we compare our efforts to build an audience as indie founders and indie hackers to the efforts of much larger enterprise businesses, we encounter wildly diverging amounts of entrepreneurial risk. And entrepreneurial risk, in our case, means that our startups, the businesses that we found, and the ideas that we have might not work out. And this might not be a big problem for an enterprise business, that when one of their products doesn't work out, they can just create and sell another product. They have runway for that. But for an indie founder, failing makes a significant and often financially catastrophic difference. Building an audience allows us to not lose everything when we start something new because our previous attempt didn't work out. And this is one of the many benefits that indie hackers don't see. When you think about building an audience, you build a personal brand that transcends the business you're starting. Your business is one thing, but you as a founder are another equally valuable thing to follow on a social network or within a community. The expertise, your contributions, and you as a person are all things that your community peers care about. You still want to make people as interested as possible in the thing you're building, obviously. It's not just about you as a founder. It's also about what you're doing and how you're helping the community, your chosen audience, with the problems that they have. You want to have your own personal brand as the accomplished founder or the founder on a journey to that level of accomplishment And you want to have the brand for your business, the idea, the actual solution to somebody's problem. It's a balancing act. So let's talk about the two main goals that we should follow to get there. The first goal is to become a trusted domain expert. And the second goal is building a product that your audience needs. And that's all there is to it. Become an expert personally and professionally. Build a product that comes from visible and verifiable needs within your audience, and that solves your problem. So let's talk about the first goal a bit more. Become a domain expert in your community. Consider where you want to be a year from now. Wouldn't it be great if you had a reputation in your community for knowing what you're talking about? How about lots of people learning from your content, from your posts, from your engagement? and Then thank you in public for your helpful insights. A recognized domain expert is a person with leverage in the community. This doesn't have to be a purely selfish kind of leverage. You can use that leverage for many things, for your own success, for furthering the success of the community, and for eventually elevating other people into positions of success as well, where you can interact and partner with them and build something more significant. Of course, you won't become a recognized domain expert overnight. This is a long-term play, like most things in entrepreneurship, to be honest. And it's essential to understand that it's based on trust. Every expert in the community is recognized as an expert because people trust what they have said before. It's really about exposing yourself to a community, sharing your learnings and insights in a meaningful way that helps other people. This, and only this, generates trust. That trust will, over time, turn into a sort of reputation in the community. Just look at the indie hacker and founder community. That i'm part of I can give a couple examples here for people who are trusted domain experts in this community like justin jackson or tyler tringus or kp that's because they've consistently provided heaps of value and are earning the trust of the community every single day by doing that but these people didn't start as experts they weren't born experts they began by being ambitious learners first they shared their learning journey They never stopped sharing. Honestly, they still do share what they're doing. And this made them a trusted domain expert in the end. They started from nothing, and they had to learn how to even learn. And then they shared their learning journey with other people. They're now recognized as teachers that improve their community. And that is the personal brand. So let's talk about the second goal, building a product that your audience actually needs. Because we need to take a look at the other side, not just your personal brand, but the product and your business. And nailing the audience-driven approach, um, the, even the audience-driven product approach in this case, is the second goal of audience building. Try to achieve the second goal in parallel to your personal journey to domain expertise. Consider this to be an ongoing feedback loop that's at the core of your audience building success and process. And here's the loop. It starts with learning something from your community. Somebody complains about a challenge or they ask for a recommendation. Because that's how you learn about an underlying problem, And then you try to validate it. Is it really there? Is this person overreacting or is there actually more to this? Are other people complaining about this too? And based on this, you build something that can solve this for people who have this issue. You release it either just as a concept or as an actual tool. And then you observe the community's reaction, which will teach you something new. And the loop begins again. You learn, you validate, you build, you release, you observe. And from that, you learn again. And this is how you can build this product in public for and with your audience. And that gives this product and everything around it a professional brand that is connected to you as a founder, but it isn't just you, right? Just as much as you as a founder isn't just your product, it goes beyond that. The product brand goes beyond you as a founder because it's about the people that you're actually serving. So at this point, maybe let's talk about more the the tactical part, the kind of the pillars, the three pillars of growth that you can um, and should always leverage to build this personal and the professional brand. And because you're becoming an expert in your field's challenges and requirements throughout this interaction, this creates personal growth in parallel to your professional growth. And there are three fundamental pillars to audience building and audience building growth. And they will affect your follower count, the quality of your work, and the impact that your work and you have on your community. We're talking about engagement, empowerment, and content here. And it's quite straightforward. The first thing is to engage with people. Don't just yell into the void. Go to where people actually are. The second thing is to empower people. You can lift them up and multiply the eyes that are on their content, the questions, and the stuff that they're doing. And then the third thing is to provide meaningful, valuable content on a regular basis. If you do these three things, you will attract people interested in you, your work, and your opinions. And without this kind of intentional interactions, you would interaction, you would never learn about people's problems. That's why it needs to happen in public. There's a lot of talk about building in public, obviously, and I'm part of this community. And I appreciate this because learning, teaching, and feedback are crucial to the entrepreneurial journey. Working in public makes this so much easier. If you learn in public, other people learn with you. If you teach in public, they learn from you and you learn from them. And a feedback mechanism allows you to better understand people's problems by interacting with them and seeing multiple perspectives. As founders, we often believe that we know something. Talk to a few of your prospective customers to see if your worldview actually matches theirs. In many cases, you will find that your assumptions are highly biased. Only honest and truthful engagement will unearth these secrets for you because it's about the reality that is out there for your customers, not necessarily for you. And you want to uncover this reality. And by engaging with people where they are, you will learn what their reality is at this very moment. By empowering them, you can help them shape their reality. And by providing content, you can um, give value to them where they are right now as well. So doing this in public is a very important thing. And building for an audience in public is extremely valuable because now you're not just building an idea first or product first business, right? You don't just have what you kind of want to build and then you build it and then you throw it somewhere. But by building in public, um, you, you're reversing this process. You don't just have a great idea that you sit for six months in complete isolation, build it and then throw it onto the market. Now you actually have a consistent validation loop an opportunity to constantly validate if you're doing the right thing for the right people when you're engaging with your audience regularly. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about today, the, the two goals of audience building, because I often feel that founders don't really understand the value of this. Right? To many, many people, it's still this, oh yeah, I need to build an audience after I have done everything I could do, uh, building my product and then sell it to people. It's really not that. Audience building is a feedback generation mechanism, and if you focus on building your personal audience and your professional audience at the same time, they could be the same thing. Like consider, um, yeah, you being part of a community where uh, you you sell consulting services to somebody, right? Obviously, you want to be an expert in the community to be able to understand what people's problems are, but you also want to be seen as an expert so people buy your consulting services or your agency services or whatever you offer. So it could, there could be an overlap, but it could also be two distinct audiences, one that you build for yourself in the founder community, I don't know, on Twitter maybe, in the indie hacker community, and another audience that you build where your customers are. It's important to understand that these might be two um, that over, overlap or intersect in a, in a certain segment of the market. So always keep that in mind when you're thinking about audience building, that it doesn't necessarily have to be one place only. But I would still highly recommend building both, even though they might be two distinct audiences, because there's something extremely valuable for being part of the founder community, because people just help each other gracefully, and they're extremely supportive with each other in the community, at least that I am, that it would be quite amiss for you not to be part of this. So as a founder, just engage in that community as well. Um, yeah, and, and that's that's everything I, w- I wanted to talk about uh, today when it comes to audience building. Maybe a quick update on what I've been doing with my own project. Um, my alpha reader crowd is still working there's 500 people currently reading through the draft of the embedded entrepreneur, my next book. And um, I think a week from now, on April 1st or yeah, a couple of days from now, I guess, I'll work in the feedback that people have provided into version 0.3, I guess, at this point. And then I'll give it two more weeks um, of people being able to provide feedback. And then I'm going to send it off to a proofreader, an editor. And once the book comes back, I'll try to package it up so we can release the, publisher book in um, in May. That would be my, my goal. And There's still a lot to do when it comes to like um, design for the internal stuff, right? Like the the actual layout of the book, maybe illustrations, stuff like that, that still needs to be figured out. But I'm confident that we can get this done in May. Um, so that's going really well. If, if you want to be part of the Alphabeter crowd still, because there's still a couple of weeks to go, I recommend going to embeddedentrepreneur.com slash reader and just join the crowd. Uh, I'm always looking forward to reading more feedback. There's a lot of feedback. And like if you have 500 people, reading a draft, there's a, a lot of thoughts that people share, but I, hey, I, I appreciate every single one of them. So that is really cool. And um, Permanent Link, my, my SAS is also taking up some, some of my time now because uh, more people are starting to use it. More authors are using Permanent Link to put links into their books. And by people using the product more, I'm seeing more little edge cases that I need to engineer around, little um, feedback that I have with uh, the people using my product, which is really nice. Um, it's becoming more popular on Twitter as well. People talking about it more. So that's all really cool. It's nice to spend some time actually working on this product and making it better. I think it has now three paying customers. So I'm at a solid like 15 to 20 euro MRR at this point. Of course, it's not much, but it's the nascent stage of a business. So I'm really enjoying that at at this moment. And yeah, everything is going on going along chugging along pretty well um doing doing great so i really really appreciate all the effort that people from the community have been um making to make my products be better and i think the the alpha reader crowd is to be highlighted here the most because i feel this has been an incredible journey so far really seeing people put time into making this book that is supposed to be for them better. So just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening and is part of that crowd or wants to be part of that crowd. And I, I guess that's it for today. I'm just really happy at this moment. So I'll leave it at on that note. Thank you for listening to the boots of Founder podcast. You can find me on Twitter at avidkal car, a R V I D K H L. You can check out the blog at founder.com. You can find my book, Zero to Sold, at zerotosold.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootsoffounder.com. If you want to support me or the Boots of Founder podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. It'll help other founders or founders-to-be find the podcast and learn more about starting, running, and selling their Boots of Businesses. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.